0: hey guys welcome here today it's so good to have you i just want to give you a warm welcome and we'll be continuing our series today and our topic is how to control my thought life what contributes to the devil's lies and god's voice so i'd like to do a quick prayer and then i'll just dive straight into the word so Heavenly Father, i just pray lord jesus that this time goes to you and I just pray, dear Lord, that your word may come alive to those who hear it, Lord. Let it not just go through one hears and, and come out through the other, but let it resonate, Lord Jesus, with those who hear your words today so they can hear and take, dear Lord, from this, what you're trying to say, Lord Jesus. In your name, Father, I pray. Amen. Um, so the Bible says that it is with the mind that we serve the Lord. And a lot of times the enemy attacks us in our mind. And the Bible talks about how the mind, you know, being a, a battlefield. So if the enemy fill our head with lies, he can control what comes out of our mouth, um, how we relate to God, and even the, the quality um, of our life. Um, and there is this, this big correlation with our mind and her mouth as we learn um, um, further down. So just because you have a thought does not mean you should speak it out, you know, and you hear a lot of people say, Oh, um, I keep it real or I speak my mind. And it's not really a good thing because keeping it real will get you fired. And there's a lot of stuff that may happen at work or even happen with your boss or someone you work with that. If you actually said what comes to your mind, you will be out of a job. You will get fired and it will get you in trouble, you know, so, without further ado, let's go into our first Psalm um, scripture. <clears throat> Sorry. And that's in Psalms 19, verse 14. And it says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer so here we see david is praying uh, this really powerful prayer you know and he's saying that let the words of my mouth be right and the meditation of my heart you know um uh, which is our thoughts a lot of times you know we see in the bible where it talks about the heart it's also talking about you know your thoughts your mind um so david is saying let not my words alone be right, but also the meditation of my heart, my my thought, um, um, be right as well. Because you understand, it's not just good for one to be acceptable and the other one isn't, but it's good for both to be right, for both to be acceptable. Because you understand that both one will affect the other, and both walk hand in hand with each other. So a lot of times you hear um, people um, say, or mo- actually in in matthew sorry in matthew you know god tells us that out of the abundance of the 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 heart the mouth speak you know so a lot of times people will say certain things and they're saying like oh i didn't really mean that you know god knows my heart god knows what i was trying to say and and here we learn that that yeah um you said it because actually they're in your heart already you know and you know this question that's posed is that can you tell what's in someone's heart um given that you cannot see it and the answer is like yes um and that's based on what's coming out of their mouth (coughs) sorry so in psalms 141 verse 3 it says set a guard oh lord over my mouth and keep watch over the door of my lips think about how similar this this verse is when it talks about um, above all things guard your heart because out of it flows the issues Um, of life, you know, it is not just good for you to guard your heart and leave your mouth unchecked because the next destination after your heart, after your mind is basically your mouth. So whatever is there, you know, is coming out of your mouth next. So here the scripture is telling you, yeah, it's good to guard your heart above all things, but also not just your heart, but your mouth as well, because whatever is in there is going to flow out. And sometimes what's in there is not meant to, um, Um, be flown out so how many of us today guard our hearts and our mouth as well and keep check as to what's coming out of our lips um i know i don't sometime and the question is do you do that and if you don't like we really need to kind of like get into the habit of doing that which takes us into like proverbs 10 um verse 19 to 21 it says um in the multitude of words sin is not lacking but he who retains his lips is wise the tongue of the righteous is choice silver the heart of the wicked is worth little but the lips of the righteous feeds many but fools dies for lack of wisdom you see a person who speaks a lot um, of everything that comes to um, mind. The Bible is saying, you you know who speaks a lot, sin would not be too far. There, there will be um, sin somewhere along um, um, the line there. But the most important thing is the verse that comes after, or not really the verse, the part that comes after um, that first verse. And it says, the one who retains, or you can say the one who would have discipline over his lips is wise um we all heard um that saying that says knowledge is power um and i would like to add if knowledge is power wisdom is control and <clears throat> so yeah wisdom is um control and to to show you what that looks like today um in what we're speaking of is is, is wisdom is knowing what to say, when to say, it, and how to say it. I repeat that wisdom is knowing what to say, um, how to say, and and basically where to say it. You know, so you may have a knowledge or a a thought or even an, an answer based on you know a question or what someone is saying, but sometimes we need to have wisdom um, as to why, how, and where to say a thing you know and if you still are not convinced if you're still not convinced um, how important it is to to how important this is let us look at proverbs 15 verse 1 and 2 and it says a soft answer turns it um, away wrath but harsh words stirs up anger the thought of the tongue sorry the tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly but the mouth of fools spear forth foolishness then i want us to like jump down onto verse 28 because it kind of like ties it in and it says the heart of the righteous studies how to answer um, but the mouth of the wicked pears forth evil so looking at the first part is that if you can use if you can use a thing rightly there's also a way to use it wrong you know and it's it telling you the tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly so if you can use knowledge rightly then you can use it wrongly and um in verse 28 is telling you that that um the righteous you know he study how to answer you know so someone may say something and and you don't even respond to it the way you think before and then you know be like okay This is, this is what, this is what, but I was listening to a talk and it says that 93% in all communication is what we are doing and when, is what we are doing when we are saying it and it makes up 93% of the effectiveness of communication, which means only 7% of it is the content as to what we're saying so i give an example like myself a lot of times i cannot hide my facial expression so you may say something and i might hear it in my head and it comes across a certain way instantly my face expression just completely changed my tone goes up and i'm like okay this is what i heard and this is what it sounds like and i'm already responding in a negative way but here the bible is telling you that's not actually right because it's saying the righteous study how to answer. You know, a lot of times I use my own mom as an example. She may say something. She may not mean it, in you know, the way that I heard it, but the way that I heard it already, I'm on the defensive and my face changed, my tone change, And I may even answer in a way that causes her, as we read in, in verse one, a harsh word, you know, that stirs up anger in her. And then again, she relates that back, You know, to me and now we're in like an an argument, but God is saying, Hey, hey, the righteous study how to answer. Um, you know so we all have or we all know I should say the the, the, the scripture in Proverbs eighteen verse twenty-one where it says um where it's (laughs) where it says sorry says death and life is in the power of the tongue and who loves it will eat his fruit. And I hear this scripture so many times, and I've quoted it so many times, but do any of you know the verse that comes before that? Probably not. And I'll tell you what it what it is. It says, um, a man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth, from the produce of his lips, from the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. So what seed you plant, as in the the words you speak, will determine the fruit that you eat and the harvest that you walk in. Um, um, Understand that it is not what you are thinking, but what you speak. um, The effect does not take place until you let it come out of your mouth. So you can have a thought. Or something could be in your head about maybe a situation or something bad to happen or even health-wise, you know. And it's just a thought, but that thought does not come into effect until you speak, you know. So, guys, watch what you speak, what comes out of your mouth, you know. And and here is where I like to jump into um, when it comes to thought and speak, the, the devil's lies and God's voice. You know, and I show you want to show you the the contrast between between them. So in John ten verse twenty seven, which which this will be your base um of our topic here is um it says my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. You know, so when the voice of Satan, the, the lies of the enemy says you don't matter, you're a mistake. Um, God says in Psalms one hundred and thirty nine. Verse 13, all the way up to 16, it talks about how you are covered, how you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, When he say you are weak, um, God says in Philippians 4, verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When he say God hates you, you remember Romans 5, verse 8. But God demonstrates his own love towards us. In that while we were sinners Christ died for us when he say God will never forget the bad things you've done Psalms 103 verse 11 and 12 says for as the heaven is high above the earth so great is the mercy towards those who fear him as for far as the east is from the west how far he removed our transgression from us when he the enemy says god will pay you back for all the bad choices you made remember psalms 103 verse 10 and it says he has not dealt with us according to our sins nor punish us according to our iniquities when the voice of Satan says you have no future, you will fail. Remember Jeremiah twenty nine verse eleven. For I know the plans I have for you. It says thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. So, how can you know how who is talking? How can you know who is talking to you? Whether it's the it's the lies of the enemies that you're hearing or God's voice and i'll give you a few a few pointers on that um so when god is speaking to us um his voice is that still small and gentle voice that you hear in the in your mind or in your thoughts as some will say his voice bears witness to our spirit Um, his voice is encouraging and it draws us closer to him And God does not speak um, condemning um, thoughts to us, but he leads us gently to repentance. Um, So here's point to number one. God gives us clear-cut direction, but Satan speaks through confusion, urgency, and uncertainty. So God usually speaks to us um, when we are actively seeking him. And that's getting into his words, worshiping, you know, being obedient, you know, giving him that sacrifice, you know, praying, you know. Point is number two is if God is speaking to us, he can verify. Well, not he. You can verify it through his scripture. So when the enemy speak to us, it comes from half truth and lies and cannot be backed up by the word of God so if you're hearing something and it does not back up with the word of God it's not him it's not our lord and savior point number three is the enemy will even speak through other people to influence you so so true so when so when someone is speaking to you um, learn to discern um, their thoughts whether it's coming from above or earthly Um, you know as in from heaven or you know or below Um, the enemy can disguise he can manipulate and he can also um, deceive and and with that point with that last pointer I kind of would like to to make that the the focus of my last point and I want to point you like something that I came across when I was doing um, my research and I found it in Job in the story of Job and it's funny. I've I've never really seen this, I've never realized, but it was it was just so profound. It was it was so good that I was like I felt like I just learned that. And maybe some of you already know it, but I would definitely wanna wanna part this on to you guys as well, just just in case you don't. And we all know the the, the story of Job. Um, um, and, but I'm gonna paraphrase it because um to do so I, I kind of need to make my point. So we all know the the story of Job, and satan goes to 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 god and he says can you re- like ask god to remove that that edge of protection um that was around job um you know and, and god is saying um i want to mess with him you know i i want to touch him you know and he says if you do i will i will make him curse you those were Satan's satan words if you do i will make him curse you um so what was satan after um when he says to, to to god like if if you remove that edge of protection i'll make him curse you and god is saying all that he have is under your power but you know his life you know you will not touch you will not touch his life so satan tried job and job stand firmly you know in in christ you know he, he didn't whoever he stand firmly and when that didn't work um satan the enemy um who did he use um after that and it was the only person as as i didn't even realize this it was the only person in the book of job in the book that says exactly what the enemy had said to god bearing in mind job had no um um uh, no knowledge of what the enemy had said to god and what was happening but the enemy say i will make him curse you you know and and this person says exactly what the enemy said you know and it was his wife so remember it was the the enemy's agenda to make job curse god and what ended up happening was the one that was closest to him um to do exactly what the enemy um wanted so his wife said um why don't you curse god and die you know so what was the words of the enemy and well that was the word of the enemy I, I would say and wouldn't it be horrible if you and i as um as body of christ wouldn't it be horrible if, if our voice and our thoughts um um our voice and our thoughts was planted or planted by the enemy and we were being used as pawns to advance his agenda i repeat that again if you and I, you and me you and i you know the voice and thoughts our voice and thoughts was of the enemy that was being planted and we were being used as pawns to advance the the enemy's agenda you know (laughs) So wouldn't it be horrible if if um sorry guys yeah <clears throat> just spare me one second yeah sorry so wouldn't it be horrible if um if the enemy was already whispering things in your mind that saying that you're worthless that 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 you are nothing that you're going to amount to nothing that you, you know, you can't accomplish this, that you're not smart enough, and, and all these words, um, they, they torment you. you, you cast them out, you know, you take them into capi- captivity, as the Bible says, you know, you, you draw for your Bible, you get into your, your, your scriptures, you pray, you worship, you get around people who, who's edifying and, and encouraging you, but the ones closest to you, the one that is closest to you start mirroring the exact words that the enemy has been whispering in your head. See, before you know it it didn't really matter because you know you, you could have cast it out, but but what now it does, now it matters because the voice that has been in in your head has now come out of the mouth of someone that you love. And someone that you you cherish, and that person is now being used as, as a pawn to advance what the enemy was doing to you, and and they didn't even realize, and you know they didn't even know. So, guys, all I'm saying is we don't know, we don't need to be pawns of the enemy because we really don't know who we're talking to and what that person may be going through. You know, because. Um, when it when it comes from an, an an enemy you know we can we can brush it off you know we can say like ah that person is just this and we don't have to, to listen to them but but when it comes from from someone you love you know it matters it hurts all, all the more because the bible says faithful or the wounds of a friend you know faithful or the the wounds of a friend when you say it when it comes from someone that means something um, it their words means everything. So, guys, I would like to just end on on, on that point right there. You know, um my, my biggest <clears throat> thing, my biggest thing that, that that I take away from that was the fact that that Job's wife, you know, did exactly, well, not did she said exactly what the enemy wanted Job to said. You know, ex- exactly. You know, we, we'd have been no conversation with him but again it goes back to the it goes back to what i said you know how horrible would it be if, if the voice and our thoughts were planted by the enemy and we use them to advance his agenda that he was trying to do in in someone else's and i have to remember as well it wasn't just his wife because even when when that failed you know his wife no no his wife his his friends he had bad counsel from his friends you know but in 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 job in job six verse 24 it says teach me and i will be and i will hold my tongue cause me to understand wherein i have earned and that word "earn" it just means that to to make a mistake so so god is just saying or job is just saying god teach me to hold my tongue because obviously he he had some thoughts like he had things in his head you know that was there and again he guard his mouth as in you know he didn't want to say them he says god teach me to hold my tongue and but then also he says um show me you know because sometimes there's there's thoughts in our head, and we need to ask god to basically show me is this the thoughts of the enemy you know or or what so guys i just want to leave you with that today and i want that you guys to remember that point you know there is thoughts that from above and thoughts that's from below, and make sure that the ones that are coming out of your mouth is not the ones that's been planted by the enemy to be used to advance what he's doing in someone else's life. So don't be a pawn today. Be an ambassador of Christ. So Heavenly Father, we thank you, dear Lord, for for whoever is hearing your word today, Lord Father, whoever's gathered here today, Lord Father and we just pray dear lord for them we we cover their mind we place a guard o- o- over their mind over their heart um o- o- over their mouth lord father i pray lord jesus just as, as as the word says dear lord that you'll watch and cover dear lord the doors of their lips as well lord jesus because you know what's in her heart will eventually comes out of her mouth and sometimes you know it's like that saying thinking thinking lord father and I pray, dear Lord, that you just cleanse us, cleanse our mind, cleanse our heart, Lord Father. Wash our mouth clean, you know, Lord Lord Jesus. And I just pray, Lord, dear Lord, that we will continue to be vigilant, Lord Father. Continue to, Lord, to be self-aware, Lord Jesus, so that we understand, dear Lord, that the enemy can use anything and anyone that's around us. But the more we draw we, we to you, the more we seek you, the more we will hear from you and the more Lord Jesus will know dear Lord that what may comes in our head and what the enemy is using does not add up to what you were saying so I just thank you dear Lord thank you dear Lord that you've always watched over us that you guard our heart that you guard our mouth Lord Father so what comes out of it is not just edifying but also acceptable in Jesus name I pray amen so Lord God so guys i hope you've been blessed by that word today and again i hope you take it away and remember it um many times down the line because this is something that it's um it's, it's it's a daily thing you know you know we always 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 have to be watching what comes in our mind and and what's coming out of our mouth you know so be blessed and be safe out there god's love you god bless you and have a great time bye